0: Unfortunately, it was more of the same this weekend for the Cubs in Philly. We talk about it next. You
1: are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of our great Locked On Cubs community by following on your preferred audio platform. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you On all things Cubs. And thank you whenever and wherever you may be listening to this Monday episode. As the Cubs lose the series to the Phillies and finish 2-7 and on the road trip. The Northsiders won big on Friday, lost big on Saturday, and lost close on Sunday. This team can't get on any type of a roll, even after a decisive victory like Friday. They just can't do it. And on top of that, one of the games is over after the first inning. And the other game is deja vu all over again as the Cubs struggle for offense against an inferior starting pitcher. The bullpen makes poor pitch decisions, and it's
1: another close loss on Sunday. Sam, how's it going? First of all, I'd like to tell you that your hair looks great. Thank Uh, you. If you look closely at me, I got a temporary crown in right here uh, from Friday's dental festivities. Um, and that was actually more pleasant than Saturday and Sunday in the city of brotherly love. <laughs> Look, I'll preface what I'm going to say by saying this. Hope everybody's listening. It is, and I'll speak for you on this. So correct me if I'm wrong. We wish this was better. We would love to be positive. You guys have no idea how much we want this team to win. I I know on Twitter my shtick. Is kind of the whole complain about everything thing, but that's just who I am. Deep down, I want to be excited about this team so bad. On Friday night, Matt was calling me. I called him. We were talking, joking around, discussing. You know, two out of three, maybe we get the brooms. I mean, we were, right. we were, we were totally going. Now, I was a little less excited because blowout wins do nothing for me anymore. Uh, you can't blow your way out to a division. At some point, you have to win a game that might be hard to win. This team's a front-running group. But we we really want to be positive. We don't want to continue to spread bad news and, and have you guys turn it on. But 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 we also have a show to do, and we have to be honest and transparent. We're not going to open the show and talk about how great Morrell is when the team's lost 16 of 22 games, and over the last 30 days, they've been the worst team in the National League by a wide margin. Um, right. We're not going to do that. We, we, we have to call it like we see it. So I apologize. I, I wish that we had better news to bring and and maybe um, that better news will come soon. As far as the weekend goes, like you said, shout out to Yogi Berra. uh, Deja vu all over again. Saturday's game bothered me more than a normal blowout would bother me because I've defended Jamison Tyone on this platform and he's making me look foolish. Um, sixty-plus million dollars. I, I understand he'll get it going, but as I always say, it's not a 162-game season when you're when you're surviving for your life in the middle of May. It's a 162-game season when you're up. If the Cubs were seven, eight games up right now, sure, it's, then we got to get all, through all 162. We're just we're just begging for relevancy here. We're we're one three and six homestand away from me saying this is over. So, you know, Jamison Tyone being this bad and coming out on Saturday and just killing the whole momentum, like you said, on Friday is bothersome. And then today, uh, Sunday is just more of the same, man. Um, You get dominated by a pitcher who's struggling. First and second, one out in the sixth. This is one of the reasons why I wanted Nico in the middle of the order to start the year, even though I was proven wrong. You have two hitters with the exact same profile hitting back-to-back. Happened Suzuki. There's no conviction. There's no aggression. Both guys taking pitches, especially Suzuki, right down the middle against Dominguez, who has a really good put-away pitch. You get yourself in a hole. You strike out. You don't deliver. The minute we go to the bullpen, like gives it up. Wasn't even a, a bad uh, like he pitched badly. It was just bad decision making by everybody. Yeah. Bryson St- Bryson Stott is is a good high ball hitter. He's a good bat to ball guy. Why challenge him when you're ahead in the count with with a base open at first base and the winning run at second? Nibble a little bit, see if he'll get himself out. Uh, you know, more of the same. They've done that all year. They've done that the last three years with this Ross-Hodavy combination. I've always, with two strikes, the Cubs are the only team in baseball that looks to jam you when there's a runner on third and and one out. How about, why would you put the ball in play? Just get a strikeout if you can. Um, Two pickoffs today, waste another steel gem. Uh, They're doing that a lot, wasting gems. Yeah, it's it's just the story of the whole year. They are now three and 15. In games decided by two runs or less. Um, Jed Hoyer. Uh, last season. After last season. And, and shout out to, to my, my my Twitter followers. Who are great today. Uh, somebody.
0: Quoted As always. That, yeah.
1: Yeah. Quoted. This was like last year he, he attributed the, the close losses to luck and just said the solution is stop playing close games and blow teams out. Well, the Cubs are blowing teams out. They, they are blowing teams out at one of the highest rates of baseball. They just lose every single close game. At some point, I understand there's a luck element to it because of the Marlins and other teams that are on the other side. Like, sure. Should they be three and fifteen? But if you actually watch the game, it passes the eye test. There's no high leverage pitching, and and I've never seen a a, a relief unit that any time the game is up for grabs they just blow it immediately. Uh, it's not even it's 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 almost laughable. Yeah, I just can't do it. And, and 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 you know we'll talk about some other stuff. Uh, I think Ross managed to find game on Sunday. He's out of options with with the bullpen. It, 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 I, and I and I I don't know Matt if you caught my Twitter video today. I'm starting to look. I just at watched it. Yeah, yeah. It might be time to speak. Might be time on, on Monday to come out and speak. Not might, not yeah. might. It is, yeah. and, and yeah. we'll
0: have an episode for him on Tuesday. Dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And to start addressing some things because this isn't a cold stretch. This is a oh wow, we might not be very good stretch. And um, yeah, I like I told you on the phone. This homestand, we have nine games. Um, this will be the last homestand for me to to really evaluate. And and if if yep. we if, if we have a bad homestand, I don't know what the numbers is because it depends how it goes. I'll but zoom it, in it, on it this week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll zoom in on this homestand, but if it if it continues to go like this, I will uh, I will be removing myself spiritually from from playoffs, and I will start locking in on the minor leagues and and basically <laughs> turn this into a comedy affair.
0: Well, I, I thank you for the update, and yeah. uh, all our listeners appreciate that, and the viewers, and uh, I think that's fair to say as we dig in and, and preview the homestand for Tuesday's episode, and 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 do some digging on Jed Hoyer and where he's been. Uh, you know, is he on Clark and Addison? Is he perhaps in another state or something like that? I'm not really sure. Uh, but we want to hear from him as fans. I, 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 I'm I, comfortable saying that for sure, uh, especially given some of the roster decisions that he's made recently. Yeah, that we'll get to in a few minutes. But, you know, it, it wasn't uh, a, a, a harrowing weekend. It, it wasn't a uh as disastrous as I, I thought it would be um and i think oh. friday's win helps with that but that but how pretty. how can you have two pitchers that three actually three pitchers that are starting as well as they are and have a, a, a core group that is good as they are and, and be six games under margin and, and tyone's tyone's era is hellish Yeah, (laughs) I know there's kids listening, but it's hellish, dude.
1: No, no. His
0: ERA is over eight. Yeah, I won't be surprised if you see Hendricks start Thursday and have them swap IL for IL. Tyone's (laughs) got to get right. I mean, he he's like a uh, a city a city league pitcher.
1: Edwin Jackson.
0: Maybe so. I saw a picture of Tyler Chatwood. This weekend as well, side-by-side side with Tyone.
1: Yeah, but Chatwood was 3 for 38. This is 4 for 65.
0: Right, and I was reviewing our episode when, when Tyone got signed. We were actually a little questionable on the money. We said, well, this is the price to pay right now in the market, but we said it was diet soda-ish, and and I guess we were right. And
1: No, this isn't diet soda. This is sewer water. Oh, boy. Okay. I mean, well, what do you mean? Oh boy. Is it eight. What do you mean? Oh boy. is the RA is 8.1. Oh, I could go out there and throw the rosin up there.
0: Well, I'm just reacting in the moment and, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I soda diet. Right. And, and he's apparently you've been drinking a lot of it if you're getting a crown, but, uh, <laughs> listen, it, not a good weekend in Philly. And, and I go to this five plus runs thing. I mean, it's similar, in a way to what what's the record with two runs or less? Decided when, when, by two runs or less?
1: Yeah, three and fifteen. Okay,
0: three and fifteen. So
1: <laughs> that's almost and, impossible.
0: And when scoring just in total, just individually, four runs or less this year, the Cubs are now seven and twenty two, and they're thirteen and four when scoring five plus. So take that for what it's worth as well. Do you take make anything of that?
1: Concerned. Not really. Okay. Um, they, they can't win low scoring close games, which I thought they'd be good at. That's they all I can from that. Yeah. And it's so 46 games in. So there's, here's the debate right now. And I'd love to hear people's thoughts in the, in the comments. And I'm going to read a couple of tweets from today. I think it's kind of nice because I get so much action on Twitter to give some people, people some love that I like yeah. engaging with.
0: Let's pursue putting these up on the screen in the future. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. The debate is, is this Cubs team underachieving? Do okay. they have a Do they have a good core group? And because of what we've talked about at Nauseam on the show, they are they are underachieving, and and they should be better than this. Or are they bad, and it's catching up to them? That's the debate. And I want to read a couple of tweets. Um, one of them is from uh, Garrett. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't think I want to say his last name. That feels yeah. Garrett S. I believe. Yeah, Garrett S. Time to face it. This team isn't as good as the, the numbers said they were, and this team cannot win on the Marlins parentheses, uh, margins. Parentheses, no clutch, no manager, no bullpen. They'll finish May horridly. Uh, I'm going to skip a little bit of it. And mm-hmm. Ross will figure out h- how to manage this team properly in July. It'll be far too late. They'll be 80 and 82. That's about where I, how I kind of feel. And I thought this tweet was really interesting from, from Michael Kay, not the uh, Yankees. Yankees announcer. Yeah. yeah, see ya. Jed has been cleaning up Theo's mess for years. To have to put together this talented of a roster and as talented of a farm system in only three seasons is impressive. He's not absolved of blame if they don't turn it around at some point. But this team's more talented than they're playing. I think that's really well said. And we'll get into the Jed stuff specifically tomorrow. But Jed's a lot more complicated for me than Ross because I think Jed has done some good. And I think to have this roster, I think it's a great tweet. I think to have this roster, you have four guys on your team. No, I mean, I'll I'll count Steele. You have five guys on your team right now that knock on wood health-wise are going to be on your team for the next three to four years, right? And, and that's Nico Horner, Dansby Swanson, Ian Happ, Seiya Suzuki, and Justin Steele. Now, the Suzuki thing might be a little bit more contract-based. I don't know if he's performed well enough to earn that right yet, mm-hmm. but but he still will be there. And and, and th- that core, th- that five, I don't like to use the word core, but, but to be in – it's not even year three, right? It's year – they had the half year year. This is year two and a half of of the rebuild. Right. Because it was the second half of twenty one, all of twenty two and now twenty three. Yeah. 23. yeah and right. so to have this roster that I I think is is a better roster than the Marlins, a better roster than the Giants. Right. Because a lot of the 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 counterpoint to what I'm saying is a lot of people on Twitter today were like, Sam, this is just who they are. They're a four a team. That's just not true. They have some foray. I disagree with that. Yeah, they have some foray of guys, but there are some good players on this team. This team is struggling because they are losing on the margins. And our job, and and more importantly, Mr. Hoyer's job, is to figure out why that is. Three and 15, it's more than just bad luck. There's something fundamentally wrong. Now, of course, the obvious answer is clutch hitting and poor bullpen. Um, and their bullpen is is totally. it's, it's not poor. It's it's I mean, it's it's been a disaster. But there are also some decision making things you have to just take a look at, and uh, you know that's what it is. I think I think that's the fundamental thing. I think that's the purpose of this show. I think that's the purpose of of the rest of this year is figuring out: is this a good team that is underachieving, or is this a team that was overachieving early and they're not that bad? Is it somewhere in the middle, and why are they the worst team in the major leagues in high leverage situations on oh. both sides of the ball?
0: Oh, and it's it's by far they're the yeah. least clutch team in in the sport, yeah, and. Uh, I think right now they are underachieving. Yep. But in nine games, let's we're going to agree to use your nine-game focus now. Yep. So that actually gives us a little past the Memorial Day point, as we know, as a possible checkpoint. first checkpoint. Yep. From that, possibly we do pivot the narrative from underachieving to this is a bad club. Yep. Absolutely. And so I, I say we 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 determine that in the nine games uh, right now for me it is underachievement. Yep. It is it is losing big time on the margins. It yep. is a lack of clutch performance. But perhaps in nine games, yeah, uh, we can declare
1: this to be a bad team. Yep, I agree. And the last thing I'll say before we move on. eBay Motors. Is I, I I don't. If this team, let's say in late July, is out of it and they start turning around like last year, even if they stack up a bunch of one-run wins and have clutch performances, that's not clutch to me. When when you know if you no. lose, it doesn't matter. The season is over already. Doesn't, that that yeah. that doesn't count. So like no, last it's year, last year's great run. Sure, you want to watch the players develop. That that that's part of their development. But in terms of raw, evaluating Ross as a manager and evaluating this team as a whole. When, when it is we all know this in life it, it's not just sports when you have nothing to lose anymore and, and and there's no consequences it becomes a lot easier to perform so when you're when you're 45 and 62 and you rattle off 9 of 12 and 8 of those 9 are high leverage it's still not high leverage high leverage is everything's on the line right you have a chance to compete so i hope that makes sense to people it i don't all, all games are not created equally in 162 is is the point i'm trying to make Absolutely, and uh, perhaps not all roster
0: moves are created
1: Uh, equally, and the Cubs uh, made some weird ones on Friday. I'm going to take a breather.
0: Talk about those coming up next. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right. The first time around, just add your ride to my garage. Exclusions apply. The Cubs play the Mets at 6:40 p.m. Central Tuesday, and you can listen to every pitch with the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search Cubs or tune into channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on SiriusXM. Before Friday's action, Nico Horner was activated from the IL. Cody Bellinger hit the IL. Keegan Thompson sent down to triple A. AAA. Edwin Rios and Mike Talkman called up from triple A. And Eric Hosmer was designated for assignment. I definitely was thrown off by these moves. Did not have Rios or Talkman on the board. The other three I did. Uh just wondering why not another relief pitcher since they sent Keegan Thompson down. What value do Rios and Talkman really have, especially because Rios was already on the club, and you barely used him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just a little bit uh, befuddling on Friday.
1: Yeah, I don't care. Um, I, I don't. I think Assad's going to come up. So right was this when week. he could come up. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's as soon as whenever it is. I think it might be t- yeah Tuesday. Uh, and then when he comes up, I don't know if they're full right now or are they just playing a guy short. Um, if they're full, then then Rios will probably go down. If they're playing a guy short, then Assad will come in. Do you know that answer?
0: Well, no. There's 26 players on the team.
1: Yeah, so so when Assad someone comes, someone would up, have then, to go out. Yeah, then one of those position players will probably go down. Uh, right,
0: and I know Rios has options. I'm not sure Talkman does, but Talkman, Talkman, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't know if he has options or not, honestly. But I know his promotion. Either I, I think he is probably the one who would probably go, um, or Rios I guess, or Talkman. Well, I guess either, but but in terms of Talkman, you know, the promotion, I I don't think he's going to be here long either way, either for an Assad promotion or Bellinger activation, just because, yeah, um, you know, I don't think there's much consequence of sending him down or DFAing him if you right. want to bring up say a, a Cam Sanders or, or yeah. a reliever who's not on the forty man, right, um. Right. Right, And, and also, by the way, Bellinger to the IL is retroactive to May 16th, so he's eligible to return uh, May 26th, which is already this Friday, uh,
1: which yeah. I think is in play. My guess, Talman will be on the team at least until Bellinger comes back because yeah, he's, until a be- Friday, right? he's a better center fielder than Morrell defensively. right? And he, and, he, and he put up some fine at-bats, and I think, um, you know, you know they're gonna they're gonna face mostly righties this week I'm not sure I know Sangha's the first day um so yeah I mean he's fine yeah Sangha, McGill and Carrasco yeah so all righties so he'll probably play maybe in all three of those games what did you think little. about Keegan Thompson to Iowa I thought um it was coming and I said I, I thought Hasbro a uh, DFA and 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 Keegan Iowa was coming. The only thing that bothered me is if you're one bad start, a bad outing away from going to Iowa, should you be getting that save spot six three going into the ninth, right? But again, it's the it's it's picking at straws because he the the only the I mean the other option would have been like Estrada, right? I mean, or or go that that route. Rowdy was trying to get Thompson right, and it didn't work. So, I mean, the when you look, we should do a bullpen hierarchy. Like when you look at it right now. Well, we've done it once before. No, no. I'm just saying, but like, it's so different now. Oh, it's different. It's Auzali and Leiter are still your top two guys, but they're starting to show signs. Right. Um, negatively. And then it's, it, it's, pr- it's probably Estrada, Merryweather, Rucker. Yeah. Right. And, and, oh, Hughes is in there. Hughes is in there Hughes, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But again, he's a specialist. Um, he's, he's you know, trying to le- get used to his brace on his knee. Yeah. Lefties. Only. <laughs> um, you know, where's birdie in that mix? Uh, I don't think very high right now. Um, right, right, Fulmer came in on Saturday. Oh, is he still on the club? And he gave up another run. You know, I'd like to check on his ERA. Well, he
0: was, he had five or six appearances that went well in a row prior to, uh, last week. No, he did. not he's now he's just torpedoed. No, he didn't,
1: dude.
0: That's the thing. I thought like, he did. I thought he had about five no, in a row that
1: were fine. No, first of all, he's been worth almost negative. He's been worth almost negative one WAR this year. Why'd I have to go to his game log? No, dude? I'm gonna go to his game log right now. He never. Has, he hasn't had five consecutive good appearances, bro. All <laughs> right. Let me tell you. Well, uh, he might be not long for this team then. No, I don't know what his thing is, but it's just it's so deceiving. Okay, I'm gonna reach his I'll reach his game logs. So, okay. so, so he pitched the other day. So late he went uh he had that he gave up a run against the Cardinals, then he had consecutive outings, one and one third total and two outings of shutout ball, and then and then his last three appearances, three earned and two thirds, two earned and two thirds, one earned and one. He had a stretch in late April where he had one, two, three, four outings in a row that were fine.
0: Maybe that's um, what I'm thinking of.
1: Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, after after, after the Dodgers, after the Dodge after back to back outings against the Dodgers, where where he went one and one third and allowed six earned. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so he's not. He hasn't gotten right. No, I mean, I get. Yeah, I guess technically, if you're if you're referring to the late April stretch. He had a decent stretch from late April to early May. Yeah, well, that was a month a, ago. Yeah, it's not exactly like a long stretch. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. This is like a reliever.
0: Yeah. Well, if I want a long stretch, I'll start yoga or something. So, uh,
1: all right, well, we're pretty much going to get moving along <laughs> here. Listen, uh, it's not just him. I mean, Boxburger's hurt, and the nurse and doc don't even know why he's in the training room. Right, well, because he's bad. Yeah, he's not pitching well is probably the answer. We
0: give a shout out to Christopher Morell, who continues to mash. Coming up next, today's episode is brought to you by So Rare, a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience collecting. Buying, selling, and competing with player cards against opponents from around the world to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Head to SoRare.com slash Lockdown. That's spelled dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash Lockdown to start playing today. Christopher Morel eight home runs in his first 11 games since being promoted. Only Cubs player in franchise history to, that, to have that many long balls in the first 11 games of a season. He certainly has put up some impressive swings, Sam. And, uh, you know, it's just a shame that they're 3-8 and eight since he's been promoted.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to respect what he's doing. Um, he's so toolsy, right? Like, this is who he is. I mean, in- it'll calm down like these extreme results yeah. calm down, but you know, he looks so overmatched half of his at bats and then the other half, he kills the ball. It's it's, it's very weird, but he's definitely been a jolt to their team. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, he, he's a fascinating guy to evaluate. I mean, he plays, multiple really pos- he, he plays multiple positions. You're not sure if he plays any of them. Well, if you look at half of his at bats, you think he belongs in AAA. The other half, you think he's Barry Bonds. It's it's very interesting, but he's a positive. He's a fun guy to watch. He's shown up. He's done his job. More, I mean, he he's since he's been up, he's been the best hitter in the the major leagues. I mean, outside yes, of yes. maybe maybe Aaron Judge, I think's been hotter. But I mean, he has eight homers since he got called up, <clears throat> and 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 wh- wh- how many did he hit in the minors? Eleven. Yes. So he has 19 home runs in the professional season, and it's you know In it's, about 50 games. Yeah, at about 50 game. <laughs> so it's 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 crazy, man. And like I'm like he's one of those guys that I just kind of I kind of just let let be because it's like I don't know how to evaluate a guy like this. Like right. when he hit that homer in the ninth inning off Kimbrel, it's like one you're just angry because it's like oh we're gonna lose by one, but then the other part of it's like that's Craig Kimbrell on a lone away fastball that he just easily hits out to right. Like it was like, he you just know, tanked it. Yeah. Like a softball pitch. Right. Uh, like it's a slow pitch game yeah, on a Tuesday night. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really a shame. The fact that they're right. three and eight since he's been up just shows you how egregiously you know, underachieving. The, and that's the other thing. Like, People keep saying that this, like, to, to the people out there that say, "Well, this team stinks." They're three and eight in their last eleven games, and in the last eleven games, they have one of the best players in the major leagues on their team. Right. Right. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just. But they, but they have a bad roster. Yeah, you can't tell me that this team stinks. You, no you way. Can't tell you can't tell me that you would look. Can I? You know what? Let's do a little experiment. I'm going to do a little experiment today. Just real quick before we end the show, if you don't mind, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little experiment here. Right. I'm gonna read you the Milwaukee Brewers lineup today.
0: And shout out to the everydayers, by the way, except for the dude that told me I had a fake laugh on
1: Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I'm gonna read you a little lineup today, okay? And I'm gonna read you their numbers, okay? Oh boy! What? Owen oh, Miller leading off for the Brewers. Who? <laughs> In limited time, he's batting three. I don't even know who that limited. is. William Contreras hitting two fifty-two. Christian Yelich two fifty-eight. Willie Adamas two twelve. Darren oh. Ruff two fifty-seven. Oh. Rowdy Teles two forty-six. Brian Anderson two forty. Joey Weimer at two hundred one, and Bryce Tarang. At 246, I'm going to swing it over to the Chicago National League Ball Club now. Nico Horner, 299. Dansby Swanson, 267. Seiya Suzuki, from, he's a Japanese imported player, for 285. Talkman just got up. morell best hitter uh-huh. in the world right now. Mervis just got up. Mastro hasn't been up a lot. So my point is, and obviously batting average is just one metric, it's nothing to do with it's it's all situations situational it's all, play it's all decision making don't get and by picked the way off twice. and Justin seal has been better than any Milwaukee Brewer pitcher by a mile oh it's not so, so close dude so I'm just saying this idea that they have a terrible roster. Is is really just hindsight speak? It's it's lazy. It's not the right thing to say. Now they may be a bad team. I'm not saying that. I agree with you. We'll, we'll talk back at night. But it's not because they don't have the players to be successful. Okay. The the Miami Marlins and the San Francisco Giants have better records than you. That they, they don't. I don't know how many guys on either of those teams that even get into the Cubs besides like Solaire.
0: Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm, especially as we start off this week strong. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts on the audio side. Certainly going to I'm be sorry, an interesting guys. homestand. We're, gonna try we're going to try and be positive. To, uh, try to find Jed Hoyer for Tuesday's show. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.